0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our new episode. Today, we are going to discuss Dragon Ball Super Manga Chapter 41, which was actually just released. Really impressive thing. And let me just say, I'm blown away by this chapter. It's absolutely amazing. There's, there's a lot to be said about this chapter. For many reasons, the previous chapters were terrible. And I'm not talking about every single one of them, but many of them were really bad, especially in the, you know, uh, survival arc. It really sucked, and the majority of people had it right. I mean, there was too much going on in every page. You could lose it. I mean, that's kind of a criticism I would face towards My Hero Academia as well, but that's kind of a thing that's different. I mean, they rely on heavy storytelling, and... Well, while I do agree that, you know, sometimes you get lost in the action because there's so much to read and find on the page, this, on the other hand, this was one of Toyotaro's perhaps best work. Of course, his whole Goku Black arc was actually something else. This one, this chapter specifically, was really nice. Well, what intrigued me about this chapter, at first reading it, was the fact that there was less to be found on each page and even if there was there's no real dialogue going on so you can enjoy the fight and that's really something amazing now something I loved about it was the fight that Jiren had against Goku the whole thing Goku turning into ultra instinct is still really sketchy to me I mean I I liked it in the anime to be honest everybody loved it in the anime when he turned Uh, mastered ultra instinct, there's no denying that it was one of a kind, so I don't think anybody's going against it, but we're saying that, you know, it it was kind of uh, in uh, not exactly good terms of explaining, like, you know, you just had to get hit by spirit bomb to turn into this, what about the others, do everybody else has this, so this was the weird thing to me, uh... But, however, the Master of and was one hell of a fight with Jiren. It was one of a kind. And this one goes just as well. I mean, the fight between Master of and and the Jiren one is really nice and all, but there's something else that happens that I think is actually way cooler than anything done in the Dragon Ball manga history. I actually think this one beats the crap out of every one of them. Now... What's really cool about, what's actually not cool, I think, is, again, explaining how Ultra Instinct works. Goku says you have to have serenity, like the Mount Pauzu. And I'm thinking, like, what the hell? Does he know that mountain? Really? And and I was thinking, like, what the hell is Mount Pauzu anyway? So, he, using serenity as a way to go to the next level of Ultra Instinct, Doesn't resonate with me. Even if you try to convince me that this is kind of a way. I think if there's anyone who's supposed to have this. Are monks. And even if not monks. Piccolo. He's always meditating. He's always calm. Why the hell doesn't he have it? And again Goku says you have to get rid of unnecessary emotions. And I'm like. Well Goku you're practically dumb. So... You should have had this. I mean, you really don't have any emotion at all going for you. You're just always so happy. Nothing else going for you. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know how this ultra instinct works. I mean, if anything, when you are meditating, you are getting rid of emotions, unnecessary emotions, and relaxing. So that is kind of meditating. So I think this kind of a way for mastered ultra instinct to appear is stupid as hell. However, the fight itself is amazing. But we still don't get the scene of, you know, gods standing up in honor of Goku achieving Ultra Instinct, which again was weird to me. We don't even see Grand Zeno or Grand Ministers. So Did I say Grand Zeno? Zeno or Grand Minister doing anything. What the hell? What happened here? I mean, I don't understand. I mean, Grand Minister had no reaction to seeing Goku, a human, turning Ultra Instinct? Zeno didn't have any reaction? I mean, that kid had reaction to, towards almost everything. And he wasn't like, oh wow, half the arena got destroyed. Oh wow, Jiren almost dropped out. Oh wow, Goku's hair is silver. What the hell? And besides, they say his hair is silver, well, it's clearly white. I don't know, but... To me, no color in the manga means white, not silver. If you wanted it to be silver, it's easy to paint silver in a manga that has only black and white. How is it difficult? So, th- there's a lot of fault here going on, but I think the rest of this is actually a great surprise, which makes me believe that maybe Toyota didn't actually do this. So... The rest of it is amazing. They say, so what's Jiren's wish? To be honest, I liked Jiren's origins. Yeah, he didn't actually have an origin here exactly. I mean, that origin in the anime was pretty tacked on. I mean, they kept saying that you know Jiren was a character they couldn't agree a lot about. So, it changed a lot. So, alright, I'm fine with that. But the manga should have been one place you guys should have made your mind on him right so here's the problem joan again doesn't have an origin instead they're going like he says my wish is to bring back my master kitchen and i'm like who the hell is kitchen and then <laughs> suddenly everyone's like oh Hmm. yes that's a good wish why and this is kind of a thing that you know it's stupid exposition at its best like, everybody's not that shocked. They're all like, yeah, we know about this. We didn't give a shit. And Topo's just like, yes, Master Gichin, He never approved of Jiren. Oh, why? No. Why didn't he approve? And he wants his approval? I mean, you're just bringing your master back from the dead and telling him, hey, bro, <laughs> do you approve of me? He's going to be like, what the hell? Who the hell are you? That's a stupid wish And imagine they're using The super dragon balls The ones that you can actually revive The whole universe with it And if Jiren is actually the hero of justice As he's killing himself to be That's just That's just idiotic I mean What? You're just bringing somebody back From the dead to say, yo bro Am I good enough now? Mm, Let me see Why the hell did you bring me back from the dead? Nigga, you could have just, you know, talked to me. So it doesn't make any sense. I think it's the most stupidest wish. I mean, maybe even more stupid than Android 17 having the wish of, you know, the boat from Super Dragon Balls. So I don't know. I think it's a stupid wish. Next thing you know, then suddenly Belmont's like, okay, fine, I'll tell you guys. And if I were there, I would just look at him and say, bro, nobody even asked you. Okay, stop haggling me. I'm going to tell you. Bro, shut up. Nobody's interested. Nobody asked you. But the thing that he says, even though I'm telling that the whole exposition thing is very, really stupid the way it happens, is that Belmont says he made Jiren go into Pride Troopers to learn about teamwork. Why does that blow my mind? Because holy shit, that's right. It happens in the uh, manga and, of course, anime. Jiren never uses anyone's help. He's on his own. In fact, in the manga, he destroys the platform, platforms actually, uh, that Topo and Dispo were on so that they could come back to the ring, he just, you know, basically said, okay, I can do it on my own, and destroy their platform. Why? <laughs> I mean, okay, I understand you're powerful, but you're just destroying your whole universe, risking it. So, this whole teamwork thing was amazing. I mean, a big blow to Juran. I like Juran, but I don't look at him as a villain. He's not a villain. He's just an OP character with no personality in many ways. He's an amazing uh, fighter and great adversary to Goku in that arc. But if he was in any other arc, he wouldn't work. People would have hated him even more. He's not exactly amazing. He's just one note. That's the bad thing about Jiren and manga is no different. So when they said that, you know, this was teamwork... Then comes the immediate opposite. In the whole fight between Ultra Instinct, we actually see Vegeta being scared and just jumps on the ground, grabbing his head because of the energy beam that just went. And we see that how powerful Jiren is. He's super powerful. But, of course, he's being weakened by fighting Ultra Instinct Goku. So, what happens next is even way cooler. I love this about it. Was that... Ultra Instinct runs out, Goku is almost kicked out of the ring, and Vegeta grabs him. That's like, what? Vegeta? Vegeta did that? Next thing you know, Vegeta is telling Goku that, get up, we are working together to kick this guy's ass. I love this scene. He just swallowed his pride to work with Goku. He offered Goku help so that they could kick the crap out of Jiren. And then they do. They really kick his ass. And you know, when they're fighting together, then suddenly, when they say, on you know, teamwork, and they're just looking at them, they're working perfectly in sync. This is something that I loved that manga made real. Whereas anime just simply did not work around it. They just made a stupid comment on it. And I hated the anime for saying this. Now... The thing is, the thing is that I loved about um, the manga is that when they're working together, they say they're perfectly in sync, then Beerus just looks at Whis and says, Whis, was this the reason why they all they always try to, you know, work against you, 2 for one Because Goku says that all that 2-4-1 training is paying off, and I just realized, holy shit! I mean, this was kind of a thing when Whis was training them. I mean, they were fighting Whis two-on-one. This is not saying that basically, yes, they, uh, they anticipated Duran and stuff like that. No, no, no. The thing is that Whis actually taught these guys to cooperate because he knew together they would be a force to be reckoned with. And then, of course, every character was just surprised. Then why didn't you guys work together? Now, honestly, in the Black Goku Black arc defied um, the, the whole thing that happens two on one is a whole different story I mean of course Zamasu was way more powerful even if they teamed up nothing could have happened and they turned into Vegito and they did a lot of damage but still nothing compared to Zamasu being an actual god so this was amazing that they worked together and they were in sync now my problem is that in the anime, they also trained a lot. 2-on-1 against Whis. But in the anime, when Vegeta turns into uh, Super Saiyan Blue Evolution, and Goku has his Kaioken with Super Saiyan Blue, they fight against Jiren, and they say that, wow, they're not even in sync. Oh, how bad. And I'm thinking, like, what? That's That's not right These guys train together against Whis. Of course they're going to be in sync. If they're not, they're just arrogant. And I thought that this was a stupid thing. I mean, if we had to see Goku and Vegeta go against Jiren and win, that would have been dope. Well, we had to see Frieza get that win with Goku. I'm not saying that was not an epic moment. It was epic for many reasons. But I cannot believe for a second... That Frieza was absolutely in sync with Goku. If anything, I think he should have been way more off than compared rather than to Vegeta and Goku. That's the problem for me because I think that you know Frieza's fighting style is way more different than Goku. Of course, this is also talked about in the anime where they say that of course Vegeta has a different uh, fighting style. Manga also says this. And they say the ultra instinct is not even fit for him. But they tra- trained against Whis. That's a big difference. It should have been... Alright, we're not going to actually dig up old graves or beat a dead horse. But still, I'm not convinced. There were a lot of disparities between anime and manga. And I would actually prefer if um, some things between anime and manga changed. And that would have been amazing. So my review of chapter 41 is that this was an amazing chapter in many regards. I'm not saying that it's the best one out there. It's really not. But in many regards, it is iconic. Vegeta and Goku fighting alongside each other perfectly in sync. And remember, perfect. That's the thing I'm going for. Is an iconic moment. Juran not having teamwork is another iconic moment for his character. Mainly because in the anime, we just saw him as an OP, arrogant character. Now we see him as uh, another arrogant character, but why is he actually arrogant? So yeah, I'm so happy that this chapter actually delivered on many fronts. However, I think the finale to this, even even though it's gonna be good... Like, you know, Goku and Vegeta beating him. Or maybe even Android 17 and Frieza returning to finish off the job with these guys. I'm just worried about what the hell are they going to do with loose ends. Like, are they going to go and explain uh, what happened to Android 17? Is he actually dead or not? Because so far they haven't said. I don't know where Frieza is. That's a big question. I mean, in the anime, we knew, we had hints of them, of course, at least, before the final confrontation. Sorry, confrontation, but this is the problem here in the manga. Manga is moving way too fast, and you don't feel that many of the story being spilled out. One thing that I can compare Dragon Ball's manga, super manga, to uh, My Hero Academia manga is that My Hero Academia, I think it has almost the same amount of pages, maybe even less, I'm not sure. But, at least it has a lot going on. Maybe, yes, the pages are too crowded sometimes, there's so much text to be read, and sometimes you just ignore it and you just read through the panel, but at least there's a lot of things happening. Every time I read it, I'm imagining like, okay, if I do this and put it along with this chapter, this can be an actual episode. A complete 20-minute episode, because that's how I'm going so far, seeing how much of the manga are we going to see, for example, season 4. I have a theory on that, but I'm not going to share with you. So, not yet anyway. <laughs> so, I think that's how it goes, because you feel like there's an actual actual story going. Dragon Ball manga super feels really light material. Of course, we bit his head off, with why do you put so much in one panel, but the problem was it was unnecessary. Not that we didn't like it completely, I mean, the thing was with Dragon Ball's old manga, while there was not that, much, not that many panels, at least you got the story, you understood the story. Comic books is the same thing, you actually feel a story is being drawn out. Dragon Ball Super Manga, especially Chapter 41, feels really light. It feels like everything's put on super fast forward. I did want to enjoy the fight between Goku and Jiren, but it felt so rushed. And that's my problem. I don't know how to fix this problem, honestly. Because if it were up to me, I would actually count the pages again to make sure if it was 40 pages or not. If it's actually less than that, I'm going to kill Toyotaro. But if it's more than that, then I'm just going to be like, so why does it feel so light? Why does it feel like maybe we're not getting just as much story as possible? You know, so checking right now to actually see how many pages it is. Just give me a sec to see... (laughs) Alright, it's loading up, I'm guessing maybe... I really don't know, maybe 20 pages. It has to be like that, otherwise... It feels really, really light, and now this has become a problem. Alright, you gotta be kidding me. The manga is 45 pages. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 45 and it feels really light I, Who is to blame here? I don't know if, my, uh, if I'm actually complaining in the right way I mean, if this is actu- actually a complaint But to me, it seems weird that why? why does it feel so, you know, just light? That is the problem I hope they fix this. I hope they go out and get a solution for this. I'm not saying that they have to do it exactly like My Hero Academia, but I want something that's actually, uh, you know, worth it. So, <clears throat> that's my review of Dragon Ball Super Manga. Chapter 41, really good chapter, but it, in many regards, like I said, it's not perfect. But some things that it does, it's really good. You know, it's like that movie where you watch the openings good, everything that happens in between sucks, and the ending, you're just like, whoa, that blew my mind. But the problem is that the ending might not actually save the whole movie. This is what I think is happening here. So, good job to Toyotoro for now. I hope that uh, Toriyama returns because I feel like he would have done a better job. Sorry. But I did enjoy this chapter. But like I said, there are many things I would have changed. So, alright. Thank you for listening in. Uh, as you might know... Uh, my Hero Academia is also on my list to be reviewed and talked about, so unfortunately this week we're not getting a new episode on My Hero Academia, because no chapter is going to be released, apparently it's taking a break until 20th of October, I think, uh, 27 for something, I think it's very well deserved. I mean, we should have had a chapter this week, but it comes out next, So, I'm saying that, okay, take as much break as you want, bro, because you were amazing. So, kudos to the creator of My Hero Academia. Great guy. Great job. And uh, we're just going to have to wait for the next week to see the new episode, the new chapter. Very well. Thank you for joining. I hope to see you guys very soon. And cheers. Until later.